The following program is sponsored by Friends of Life Outreach International. Next on Life Today. What do you do if your child or loved one comes out as gay? How do you respond to an invitation to a same-sex wedding? How can you help someone who is struggling with homosexual feelings? I understand where they've been, and I won't let anybody beat down somebody that's living a homosexual life because we don't have any right to do that. Janet Boyens, who once lived 14 years in the homosexual lifestyle, now helps people learn how to show compassion without compromising truth. Betty and I are thrilled to have, in light of the challenges that we face today, the, uh, the sexual revolution, the gay revolution today, LGBT, they talk about it. And uh, it seems that more and more people are coming out, so to speak. And uh, I've been trying to get people to come out uh, for years uh, out of the closet and begin to be a bright light for Christ, come out from undercover be a witness. I wrote the book uh, Living Amazed to encourage people to live in the amazing grace and power of God, divine enabling, supernatural. Janet Boynes uh, had a pretty tough childhood and uh, really was uh, hurt and uh, decided that she was gay, uh, that she was a lesbian and she lived that lifestyle for many years and a miracle occurred. Janet was set free from the lesbian lifestyle but people in the gay movement don't even want you to say that they have something to be set free from. This is actually the way they've been made, and the rest of you need to get free and understand it and accept it. So I'm interested in hearing Janet's story because she has been back uh, in the what she believes the center of God's will, uh, living as a, a woman, and uh, she believes she can help us, all of us, help others who have a challenge. They might not want to call it a problem, but some kind of a challenge. Would you welcome Janet Boynes to life today? Thank Janet, you. good to see you. Good seeing you. You were, you were here uh, a few years ago, and you, 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 you were a new person, <laughs> and you're still a new person now, years later. Praise you the have Lord. a website because you want to help churches and Christians know how to reach out. You want parents that have a child or grandparents that have brought this situation to them, mm -hmm. to know how to deal with it. What's the website they go to to get advice? www.JanetBoyingsMinistries.com. All right, and it's there on the website. You know, we don't have to put the www anymore. Janet Boyings You can just start Janet Boyings. <laughs> so uh, tell us what you want us to hear for, about from your story, but also what you want to say to us as Christians so that we can help people that we believe according to biblical truth and even mm -hmm. nature. Right. Because Romans 1 is clear. This is not Old right. Testament, this is New Testament. That when you begin to cast aside mm -hmm. the truth of God and you worship something created rather than the creator mm -hmm. and you change truth into something other than truth, then you are given over to appetites that the scripture very clearly says are not natural. They're not the norm. They're not not sexually natural even. Mm -hmm. 
and you give into practices like that, and then the community will give without understanding wholehearted approval to this lifestyle. Mm -hmm. It's what we're watching today. Yeah. So talk to us about it. Help you know, us. You know, I want to start off with first that I lived a homosexual life for 14 years. I was raised in a family of seven kids, four different fathers. Watched my mother get abused. She abused us, and I became the abuser. <laughs> then, in turn, I was raped by my mother's husband, and then later, I was raped by an altar boy. And so when you really think about what I watch, how a drunken stepfather beat up my mom, abused by, you know, my mom's husband, then by an altar boy, I made a decision early in life that no man is gonna hurt me again in life. Even though I started to get married at the age of 35, three months before I was supposed to walk down the aisle, I walked away from the Lord for 14 years. Mm -hmm. What I've learned is sin will take you further than you want to go and keep you longer than you want to stay. Wow. I never intended to live a homosexual life for 14 years. I thought I was just going to try it for that short period of time. And I caught myself being caught in the enemy's trap for 14 long years. But the reason why I wrote this book, uh, God and Sexuality, is that the church doesn't really have an understanding of how we work with those who are struggling in the body of Christ. Parents don't even know how to work with their kids. We get so many emails from parents. How would you feel when your kid comes to you and say, Mom, Dad, I'm gay? Most parents say to me, it's almost like somebody just took the wind right out of me. But what they wind up doing is kicking your kid out of the home. We have to start having compassion without compromise. Everybody wants to be validated, and we should invalidate people. We should. It's very important. But we don't have to accept their choices. People want to know, what do I do if somebody gets married, or what I call a civil union? Anything outside of a marriage of a man and a woman, to me, is not a marriage. The world calls it a marriage. I call it a civil union. Do I go to the wedding? Do we send a gift? What do we do? My suggestion is, if you get an invite, acknowledge them. Acknowledge the fact that you received that. Send a nice thank you. Unless you're led by God that you are supposed to go and something, he dropped something on your head and said, you go, then you go. But I think it's really important that what comes out of our mouth, we're putting into action. So if you say that homosexuality is wrong and you're going to validate that by going to this civil union, mm -hmm. then we're talking out of both sides of our mouth. So we need to know without a shadow of a doubt if we're going to go to something like that, it's where the Lord is telling us to go. The other thing is people are transitioning, meaning they're having surgery. Men are going and becoming women, and women are becoming men. How do we and respond to children, that? even children, though. The sad thing even is children, children who even now, are going through some challenges lawsuits. make decisions they may regret That's the for the next fault. 50 years. That is the parent's fault. How can you tell a parent, a child tell their parent at the age of five, I want to transition, higher reassignment surgery, and I want to become a boy or a girl? The parents should be ashamed of themselves. We are going to have to do our part. Homosexuality is in our schools. What do we do? The parents and the families are going to have to start stepping up and be a voice for our kids in the schools. We are seeing marriages fall apart all over the country. Marriages are diminishing. You might not hear about them, but I hear about many marriages that husbands are leaving their wives to go into a homosexual life and vice versa. What do we do? We continue to do what we know to do. We pray. We become the loving church instead of the judgmental church. Mm -hmm. We start having compassion without compromise. And stop trying to play God Jr. Mm -hmm. You are not God Jr. We can't change anybody. He's going to change them by them sitting under the Word of God. 
So we need them in our delivered churches. Delivered in love. They're going to get delivered uh, in if, love. If it's not delivered in love, it's diminished in its effect, if not the effect totally destroyed by lack of love. Because we have many people that are living, you know, dealing with pornography in our churches. Mm -hmm. We have a lot of marriages that are having sex outside of marriage. We have a lot of them stealing and doing drugs and all these things, but they're accepted into the church. And if you're gay or a lesbian, they want to kick you out of church. It's wrong because the only way yeah, they're going to know. We're not accepting the compromise or the defeat in a person's life when they're addicted or controlled by some other force other than the wisdom and love of God and when they're you know, sleeping together and while mm -hmm. they're dating knowing that this is not biblically approved, but somehow they feel like they can sit there in an atmosphere where somebody cares about me and they'll tell me the truth. Right. And we deliver the truth in love to see them hopefully transformed. And if mm. they talk to us about the issue, we'd say, this is not right. It's not best. We believe God can walk you out of it. Sad thing with people in the gay community though is, it seems they don't even want to admit that there's something to be walked out of. In other words, mm. we say we can get help for a problem but if you don't admit that there is a problem, you're not like to, likely to seek uh, some kind of solution mm -hmm. to the problem. Uh, they will call this the, the uh, providential hand of God making me this way. Mm -hmm. This is the way he made me. Now you accept it. They do bring that. It's mm -hmm. not like people are saying, well, God made me you know, sexually pretty driven, so I've just got to keep having sex. They don't even think that'll fly, so they don't argue it. That's but true. in the homosexual community, this is how it is. You're going to have to accept it and so forth. So what's causing this resistance on their part that almost becomes so demanding? And, and is it because that the church has joined in the mockery and the feeling of being bullied, that, that we've been found in that circle and they don't see us as actually caring about them when they say, why would you care about me? There's nothing wrong with me. How, mm -hmm. how do we deal with this, this incredible divide that's there? How do we get a, across that, that, that divide? It's going to be the grace of God. But do you know, James and Betty, that there's a lot of men and women that are living a life of homosexuality, used to be in the church? There's more leaving the church to go into homosexuality sure. than there are coming out of the church. Mm -hmm. And a lot of them have been hurt by the church. It's not the reason why they might have went into the life of homosexuality, but even when they're at church and they ask for help, they didn't get the help that they needed. And we are missing it right now. We have an opportunity right now to help those that are struggling. And, and I really do believe that. I think we all need help in knowing how we walk through the door. We had a young lady, that, very beautiful girl, who we were asking her to do some things for us that are related to, to care. Uh, for pet care, yeah. and and, uh, and uh, then she said, I think maybe, and she's a sweetheart. We just really loved her, beautiful. And she said, I think maybe you need to know I'm 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 gay. I'm I'm a lesbian. Mm -hmm. And I said, Well, man, you know, I don't know. I don't know how this does fit. I appreciate your honesty. I said, Do you have a friend? And said, mm -hmm. Yes, I do. I said, Do you ever go to church? She said, Well, when I go, I go to Gateway. I said, well, why don't you come and bring your friend and sit with me and Betty? Why don't you, you go. just go with us mm -hmm. from now on? I mean, mm -hmm. just just go and sit with us. Now, was that right for me to say that? Because I felt perfect peace and Betty did too. Why not? Well, I would want her to. Why not? I want, want to know her friend and I want to know where you are and, and that I wouldn't hurt you. I want to, want to help you. I'm not going to approve who you are, mm -hmm. but gonna I'm going to love you. I'm going to love you where you are before you become a part of something. And we can talk about where we can go. Don't when, you think the hesitancy for the church, though, is when you're dealing with this kind of situation that they're, they're so afraid what others will think? Well, are you going into that lifestyle? Mm -hmm. Are you are you agree, are dismissing it? You know, and just accepting it. Right. So how 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 does the church approach 
this this very difficult. The challenge. sad thing to say is the way we approach everything else. Yeah. Mm -hmm. with the compassion of love. See, if I you think, see somebody sitting that, right. in church, Do you agree we did right did with the way right. we approach that? Because I still right. mean it. If you're watching, love you. Right. Love, want your friend to come. We mm -hmm. care. I'm not going to beat you up. We're going to lift you up. Because you're not trying to change them. What you're saying yeah. is that, hey, I'm going to let you sit in church where the word is powerful, sharper than a two-edged sword, pierces the heart of the marrow. Yeah. And if the word don't change you, I don't and know what's going to because it's the truth. Yeah. You trust Absolutely. God to But you know who helped me? Where they are. But don't treat them like an outcast. Don't know. Yep. That, that it's wrong, but you know who helped me when I came who? back to the Lord? It was the church. <laughs> when I walked into that church, I didn't look like this. My God, it's amazing what 18 years can do. <laughs> but they loved me right where I was. I looked just like a man. Just the way you're sitting there today, I looked just like a man. And these women in the church in this Bible oh, study right. just took me under their wing. Eight months later, one of the families came to me and said, would you come live with us? So I went and lived with this family for a year, and that's that where great? I learned how a husband treat his wife. Was this up I, in Minnesota? This was in Minnesota. I look forward to the day after 18 years being out at life to get married. So God, you, bring you, me a you, husband. You'd be happy to get married to a, I, I'm yeah. so excited. Yeah. <laughs> One See, day it's going to happen, yeah. and I'm going to be so yeah, excited. Well, let's just pause me, Lord. I just pray <laughs> yes. for Jay. <clears throat> you'd Jesus. send that person, Lord. And don't send a bunch of spooky people, okay, oh. God? <laughs> And don't send a no bunch spooky. of religious people. Send somebody in love with Jesus. It's, it's the real deal relationship. But Lord, let her find that person mm -hmm. that you designed for her and her for them in Jesus' name. And she'll be the happiest thing you ever had in your life. You see God. His will. Only God can do this. See, this, this, this might be our new... Uh, <laughs> Might be our new dating, dating service here on Life Today. Get you. But let me see. This. But see, I want that for you. Yeah. And you know what I, I tell too. every girl? I said this to a little girl working at uh, uh, on the golf cart that brings mm -hmm. the little things around for people who are, who are thirsty. And I usually just get a cup of ice. But the point is, and that really is what I get. So I give them, a, you know, some money for the cup of ice. But I just said, I asked one another day if she's out of school, yes, and so forth. I said, Do you have you dating? And said, man, not me, not really. I said, You want to get married? Yes. I said, Well, let me just pray. God will give you somebody that'll love Jesus more than he'll ever love you, mm -hmm. so he'll know how to love you the way you need mm -hmm. to be loved and want to be loved. Mm -hmm. And I pray that for everyone because I want that for him. And so I just prayed that for you. Prayed it for you back here before yeah, we came did. out here. Yeah, you so. did. But you know what I want those who are living a homosexual life to know? That it's not a death sentence. And that God still loves them. He's not looking down, judging them. God wants what's best of them. God does want them to come out of homosexuality, not to go into heterosexual life, but to walk in holiness. And I, th I know that what he's done for me, he's going to do for them as well. And I can tell anybody who calls our ministry that we're going to love you just where you are. And that's why I have gays and lesbians following me on Facebook and Twitter is because they've seen the compassion that I have in my heart you because do. I understand where they've been. And I won't let anybody beat down somebody that's living a homosexual life because we don't have any right to do that. Are you willing to go and speak in churches and help them learn how to maybe approach this situation Absolutely. and set up programs? And that's what I do. And you're in the Dallas Forward there right now. I right? am now. All right. Praise the Lord. And, and your website, again, repeat it, and we're going to put it on the screen. JanetBoingsMinistries.com. All right. And they can get this book, I bet, on the website. They yes. can get it in the bookstores. Mm -hmm. But do you feel like that you help parents, grandparents, family members, church members know how to approach the people who are in this particular 
process of uh, what we might call bondage or defeat, mm -hmm. but they might call it just coming out and getting honest, mm -hmm. uh, that you can really give us some insight to the church and to family members as they go through the book? Do you feel like it's kind of like book, a course? we're dealing with the elephant in the room. <laughs> yes. And, and you're willing, though, to also speak and share with churches. You're I am. happy to try to schedule that and be a help or meet yes. with groups that want to know how we can be more effective. That's what we do. Well, see, I Thank see you. you as a miracle. I Thank saw you. that miracle when you came here years ago. You said you thought maybe 2009 was when mm -hmm. you was here. And I still see the beauty of the Lord in you. I'm really proud of you. Proud of your journey. You. Proud of your desire to help. So pleased with the love that flows out, Thank the you. understanding that God has given you, and mm -hmm. the fact that you want to share it. Would you say thanks to God and thanks to Janet for being available? Thank you. I, uh, I want to encourage you. Go, go to the website, find out how you could get the opportunity uh, for her to come and help you in any way. Uh, communicate with her and uh, get the book. Uh, boy, there are so many people that are asking the questions mm -hmm. that you deal with effectively because you do, you have a gift. You have a gift to communicate. Love radiates from you. And I'm just so thankful that, you know, here you were here, you know, like uh, eight years ago. Mm -hmm. and, and the walk is there and the steadfastness and the commitment and the joy mm -hmm. because we can see it. Amen. And we thank you. You know what we're going to do, uh, our viewers, we're, we're going to do our best to rescue children and women and mm -hmm. sometimes boys from sexual trafficking where they've been taken as prisoners. And uh, I'm just asking you, please, when you look at a situation and you know it's real, just say, God, what can I do to make a difference there. And I understand these are not people who are trapped because they want to be. They're not in something they want to be in. They're slaves. Predators have taken them prison. Uh, Betty, you've mentioned that they, you know, they're locked up against their will, they're mm -hmm. held captive, their family's threatened, mm -hmm. they're threatened, they're beaten. But they're also gotten addicted to drugs. Yes. They, they give them drugs. So where if they want to get that next fix that they now become dependent on, you have to keep doing what we say. And one of the big threats is, they will say to these, these girls, now you remember, you do what we say, we know where your sister is, your little sister. We're going to kill her if you don't do this. And they know they mean it because this is the kind of people that take them captive. But listen to me, love that never fails, mm -hmm. when it's released with purpose and direction and yielded to God, people are in place. Miracles occur, and you're the one that launched the miracles. Now watch, because you're going to make the difference. God's going to use you to set people free. Row after row of brothels, and just, I don't even, I've lost count of how many girls I've seen. They just sit in little benches with some man watching over them. I don't know what is worse than this. Where do they go that's worse than this? Their situations are, they're unthinkable. They've all been sold by someone into the sex trafficking business. Their lives have been torn apart. Their lives have been crushed. And on a daily basis, every one of them, without exception, are beaten. This is not something that they chose. 
They were forced into it. They were taken as, as young children. They know nothing else but to be a prostitute. They don't want it. They don't like it. They're broken over it. They're ashamed. But they don't know what else to do. They're still chained to their past. And that's what we want to do. We want to break those chains from their past. We want to show them that they can walk out of bondage. They can find a life outside of prostitution. It isn't easy, but it can be done. God bless you, Kyrie. Kyrie James is one of our sweetest friends. She went to us uh, with us to Chernobyl uh, in the Ukraine and uh, holding the little children there and taking care of them, she got a, a very deadly disease that uh, nearly killed her and kept her hospitalized for over a period of years, off and on. And yet there she is back on the mission field because she's a missionary as a grandmother and a, a mom, a homemaker. And you say, why? Because she's seen what love does in impossible situations. She goes into the pit of hell as a mother and a grandmother to try to lift them out, to see them have the joy that she's seen with her own grandchildren, what love does. What does your heart say when you listen to one of your closest friends over there pointing to the need that love can meet? First of all, I want to say thank you, Kyrie, for going over there, for having such love in your heart that you wanted to reach out and offer hope to these precious children. They didn't ask for the situations that they're in. A lot of them were lied to, told that they would have a good job, just go with them, and they'd make lots of money and provide for their family. And they went thinking that there was some hope there. And when they get to where they take them, they lock them up like animals. They, they beat them, they abuse them, they, they sell them, and, and, and they just treat them like animals, worse than animals. And these precious little children, they, we've heard some of them say, I just want my mama. I just want my mama. Can you imagine? These are precious little children. They don't understand why they're in these situations, but there they are. But I'm so grateful for some of you, so many of you that have reached out and helped in these situations before, but we need your help again. There's so many more children out there that are crying out, Mama, somebody help me, somebody care. Have I been forgotten? And they think there's no way out, but there is. It's because of the love that you have for them, the love of God that reaches out to them and gives them hope. So please join with us. Let's make a safe place for these children to go to and to be children as they should be. And we can actually do that. Uh, the missionaries have planted their lives in the midst of this suffering and pain. They've left their comfort. It's amazing grace that leads them there but they need to be enabled. Right now, the mission workers have told us we can rescue 5,000. That's what we can rescue, and we have the facilities either rented or that we have built or in the process of building to take care of them. It averages $128 to rescue one, and that is not much money to work a miracle that changes everything for them. So what we're asking you to do right now is to go online to the website there or to dial the number, take your bank card, and then this is what I want you to pray about. $128 will rescue one. It changes everything. That'll cover the cost. We've targeted 5,000 that the missionaries say we can handle right now, but we need the resources. Can you do that? Let me tell you about a miracle. Some very caring Christians have come together and said, we'll match $200,000. 
will match what you give, which means instead of $128 rescuing one, it rescues two. We also, and I emphasize this to people who are able to do it, $1,280 rescues 10, but now it's actually 20. If you can give at that level, I believe you want to, and I believe you will as an answer to prayer, to meet a need, a legitimate need, and to see a miracle. Would you right now, please, very prayerfully, with a broken heart and with love, would you reach out and change a life today? That's what love does. Go on the website you see, take your bank card, use it like a check, or dial the number and use that card like a check. Make the gift God puts on your heart. Remember this, the greatest gift we can give is the life and love of God. Would you do that right now? We have some gifts to send you to say thank you and to bless you. And if you can help us rescue 10, now 20, make that special gift. We'll say thank you, and you'll be part of the miracle. Thanks for doing it. Innocent children and young people longing to be loved and cared for are being abducted and sold at the hands of violent predators. Their spirit and bodies broken under horrific emotional and physical abuse. Through Mission Rescue Life, you can reach out to save children vulnerable to sex traffickers. You can help rescue those already enslaved. And you can help restore their lives and give them a future. And now a generous opportunity of a $200,000 matching gift means your gift of $128 to help rescue a child will be matched to help two children. Your $64 gift will be matched to help rescue one child from the horrors of human trafficking and a $32 rescue gift will be doubled to $64. With your gift, we'll send you James Robison's new book, Living Amazed, How Divine Encounters Can Change Your Life. As you read these inspiring stories, you'll learn how to live amazed in the presence of God 24 hours a day. With your gift of $100 or more, you'll receive James' new book, along with the companion Amazed Journal, so you can record accounts in your own life where you are amazed at God's goodness. Finally, please consider a gift of $1,280, which will now help rescue 20 children, and you may request our beautiful new Determined Eagle bronze sculpture. Please call, write, or make your secure gift online today. Betty and I say on behalf of people you've rescued, set free. Many of the children that we started years ago and rescued, they're now professors in universities, and they're in love with God. Many of them have their own family now. Many of them work in a wonderful trade because of the love of God through you. I'm gonna send you the book, Living Amazed, because God wants us all to live amazed. To say thank you, if you'd like to have Janet's book, and you say, well, James, would you mind sending it to us? Because we face some of the challenges that she addresses that we have to deal with in situations where we love the people or the family members. And uh, we'll send it to you. If you, ju you just help us reach out to someone and say, would you mind sending me Janet's book too? Sure we will, to say thank you. Would you say thanks to Janet for being a witness to Christ? Thank you, Janet. Thank you for thank your faithfulness you. and being available to God. Thank you for watching life today. And above all, thank you for sharing his life and his love every day. God bless you. You can live amazed.
Next week on Life Today. When Esther Fleece was 10 years old, she was called to testify regarding her mentally ill father who abandoned her the year before. Life Today is made possible by the supporters of Life Outreach International. Your gift will be used exclusively for the exempt purposes of life. The ministry features specific outreaches as examples of the programs it supports and conducts. Gifts are considered to be without restriction as to use unless explicitly stipulated by the donor. The ministry is a member of the ECFA.